Okay, Boker Tov, everybody. So we're continuing with Yigaret Haramban. And yesterday we were discussing in the previous shiur, Shema B'ni Musar Avicha. Listen, my son, to the Musar of your father, to the discipline of your father. Ve'al titosh Torah And don't leave, don't forsake, don't leave the guidance or the teachings of your mother. We discussed a little bit of the difference between Musar Avicha and Torah Mecha, but Hashem will touch on that a little bit more uh, later on in the shiur today. So again, we began with these words of Ramban to his son. Now, it's very interesting is that I always looked at this pasuk as Shema B'ni Musar Avicha as being directed. It is directed towards the son. It's a lesson for the son. The son, listen to the teachings of your father and don't leave the teachings of your mother, the discipline or the guidance of your father and the, and the teachings of your mother. Don't leave them. However, the way Rabbi Foyer, whatever Rabbi Foyer emphasizes a lot in his um, commentary on this pasuk and this introductory uh, pasuk to the Sefer is the following. The pasuk also teaches us that in addition to the son's responsibility to listen to the parents, the parents have a responsibility to educate the child. We discussed this a little bit yesterday as well, but he points out that let's say even if parents are not going to be able to teach their children Chumash, Mishnah, Gemara, the formal teachings, but they're still, no matter what, every parent is obligated to instill Torah values and Torah morals into their children, even if they're not teaching them actually Torah texts. But every parent is obligated to teach their children Torah morals and Torah values because the children pick up, at least in part, because the Torah, the children pick up their character for the most part, they pick their character from home. The home has the greatest influence on their character. And we know there's a famous drasha of the Ran, where the Ran writes in his uh, drashot that the reason why uh, Avraham Avinu sends Eliezer to his family to pick a, get a wife for uh, Yitzchak, as opposed to getting a wife to, from the locals who Avraham had taught the Torah, had had brought them to the knowledge of God and the in the um, and the monotheistic religion, is because he knew that his family had fine character, and character is. Hereditary. Character goes from parent till child. So the Ran seems to be talking about even a biological factor, perhaps in the character trait going from parent to child. But certainly, certainly, there's the idea that the children learn so much from, uh, absorb and absorb so much from observing their parents and from being around them. So therefore, there's a huge responsibility on the parents when it comes to educating their children, specifically when it comes to character. And uh, he uh, quotes here from the Shalah HaKadosh, one of the great Chachamim. It was approximately, I think, 450 years ago, approximately, maybe 500 years ago, around then, that if a person wants to properly educate his children, what character trait should he focus on? It's a really fascinating, he says, focus on the character trait of honesty. A child who's trained to adopt his parents' code of honor, their honesty, can be trusted to, I'm reading from, from Rabbi Foyer now, can be trusted to act properly under all circumstances, long after his parents are gone. If parents want children to give, parents want to give something over to their children, which is, they, they believe can last and can continue for even, even after the parents are not around anymore, they're not involved anymore, it's the Midah of honesty. And the Shlach Kadosh says that when he lived in Yerushalayim, he knew a very, very pious Sephardic Jew who wouldn't deviate from the truth for anything in the world. He would never shift from telling the truth. 
So the Shla asks him, so how did this happen? Where did you get this? So he explained to the Shla that his scrupulous honesty, I'm reading this from the text here, was his father's legacy. It came from his father. And when he was a small boy, when this, this man was a small boy, whenever he would tell the truth, let's say he had done something wrong, so he would confess his mischievous deeds and admit to the truth, his father would shower him with gifts. And on the other hand, if his father found out that he was telling a lie, his father would be uh, very severe in his way of dealing with it and would be very stern and very serious about any that type of, um, that type of uh, infraction that the son had created by lying. So the father had successfully instilled into his son this midah v'emet, this midah of telling the truth. The, the last point here, very, very interesting point, and we alluded to this a little bit yesterday, is that Rashi in his commentary on the Pasuk Musar Avicha says that the Musar Avicha refers to the texts of the Torah, the rules of the Torah, as, as recorded in the oral and written law, both the Torah Shebechtav and Torah Shebechtav. So that's the, called the Musar Avicha that came from Hashem, Hashem's Torah. So what's the, the Torah Timacha? Torah Timacha refers to the fences and safeguards, the Gzerot, the Gedarim, the Siagim, the fences that the Chachamim placed around the laws of the Torah. So he quotes here Rabbi Gifter, makes a fascinating point. Very often people, they, they look at the Chachamim and they, be, they see them as being very harsh for instituting all these zerot and takanot and all these fences around these things. Let me do what I want. Look at the Torah. The Torah lets me do these things. Why do the Chachamim come along and aren't they being so stern and harsh and tough by, not, by creating all these other boundaries of things that I am not allowed to do? So, Rav Gifter says, fascinating, fascinating um, explanation with a mashah. Once there was a boy and this boy had a weakness for not kosher food. He had a very, very hard time with um, with not eating not kosher food, especially very good not kosher food. He had a very, very hard time with it. He was always after this, this food. So, unfortunately, a not kosher five-star restaurant opens up about two blocks away from their house. In the middle of the neighborhood, two blocks away from this house. So the father knows, knows that the, it's going to be very hard for the son. So he says, if you eat the food, it's going to be serious punishment. Stay away from the food. If you eat the food, I'm going to get very upset, very serious punishment. However, the mother realizes that if he were to pass by the, the restaurant and see what was inside, it would be too much for him to resist. So do you know what she does? She's even harsher than her husband. She says, don't go, don't you dare go with even one block of the restaurant. If I catch you anywhere near that restaurant, you will be severely punished, severely punished. Now, at first glance, it seems like the mother is very harsh. She's even crueler than the father. However, Rav Gifter explains that the mother is being more sensitive. She sees the son's weakness and she's pained by his potential suffering. She knows how hard it's going to be. She knows how difficult it's going to be if he's faced with that challenge face on. So therefore, out of her rachamim, out of her, her mercy, she creates a geder, she creates a boundary for him. And so he says here, the same thing applies to the Torah as well. The, the oral and written Torah are absolutes. The firm basis, I'm reading here for this line, the firm basis of Jewish law forever. That's the Musar Avicha. However, the Chachamim are like the mothers. Aren't the mothers usually more sensitive? 
the mothers have rachamim, they have mercy, they have pity on the child. So what does it mean that the chachamim make all these gzerot? Where's their mercy on the people? Let them live, let them be happy. So he says here, that no, the compassionate sages, I'm reading from me, the compassionate sages were painfully aware of the shortcomings and weaknesses of their own and future generations. The chachamim knew how difficult it was going to be. So out of their compassion for the people, they created boundaries to save the people from being put into these such difficult situations where they may come to fail. So the Chachamim, out of their Rachamim, they created laws. The Al-Rili says the, the strict rabbinic laws are not at all heartless. They are actually heartwarming evidence of the deep concern and love resembling the love of a mother for her children. That's what the Chachamim did. When the Chachamim gave us the Torah Imecha, they gave us the Gzerot, that was Torah Imecha. That was the heartwarming love of the mother for the child. Okay, so that's the introductory pasuk. In the next year, we'll continue the actual text of what uh, Ramban has to say. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kol